This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Well, I know we've all got a lot going on at the moment, but big crisis in my life. The supermarket delivery to my house was cancelled yesterday, so there are no Kit Kats in my house. Only 100 calories in a Kit Kat. And actually, that's, I know there's a lot of other things to worry about, but actually we are talking about nutrition on our Your Harrogate podcast today with Sam Schofield in just a second on our Zoom call for you today, talking about getting fit and healthy in 2021. This is the Your Harrogate podcast with me, Nick Hancock, sponsored by Hacks. And big shout out, big love to our friends at Hacks who are our brilliant sponsors here. And big love to everybody who got in touch yesterday. Thank you so much for all the messages. Loads and loads and loads. It would fill, it would probably fill a week's worth of podcasts if I was to read them all out. But everybody really, really pleased and excited about our news that we are launching our very own Your Harrogate radio station in March, just for you. And I should be telling you loads and loads and loads about it, of course, over the next few weeks but it's coming and can't wait to be playing the tunes and doing all the local information and having all the banter with you on the radio again and what a shame that we missed another snow day on on radio yesterday because we could have been doing all of that and I don't know if you were if you were at home yesterday or if you were forced to be at home instead of going to work yesterday or whatever but we had it all and of course all the local weather and school closures and travel information, everything, all going on at yourharrogate.co.uk. Now, on our podcast today, we have our special guest, Sam, in just a second. It's Fitness Friday, and we've got the What's Hot Guide coming up, sponsored by Doors Direct, at the end of the podcast as well. But first, let's talk fitness with Sam Schofield from Schofield Fitness in Harrogate. Welcome back to the podcast, Sam. Last week when you were on, you gave us three pillars, if you like, three things that were really important to being healthy and fit in 2021. Can you just take us through those three important pillars again? Yeah, absolutely. So the three pillars that we lay out is training, nutrition, and accountability. And again, just a reminder, the way you get people to think about those three is it's a like if you're buying a car, each pillar had plays its own role. So for example, training might be the engine, but if you haven't got the rest of the car there to work with it, everything else falls apart, which is why we have all three pillars running side by side. So what we said we'd do is we'd look at each one individually, and this is difficult, but which one do you think we should start with today? I've been racking my brain with this because it is, it is a tough one. I think we'll start with the nutrition side of things because it's the area most people are most interested in. It's the area a lot of people get wrong a lot of the time. Um, and I figured if we can start here, then at least over the next few weeks, if questions do come in, it's easier for us to go back and, and refer to it and, and add things to it if needs be. So I think nutrition will be where we'll start today. Okay. So what are the things then with nutrition that we really need to get our heads around for this? So I think where, where people maybe go wrong a little bit here is they start with the smaller stuff. They start the tactics, if you like, rather than the overarching strategy. And what I mean by that is they'll say, jump into a low carb diet. They'll jump into a juice diet. They'll jump into low fat. They'll jump into vegan, whatever it is. And what they're looking at initially there is the, 
it's the little teeny tiny bits. It's the last one to 5% that they're working on when the overarching thing is, is total calories. And then the day that is all that really matters. You know, obviously we're talking about weight loss here around anything else, but when it comes to, to losing weight, the overarching thing you need to get under control is your caloric intake. The second thing you then need to focus on is, is the time of things. So a lot of time we focus on short-term diets. Like, okay, I'm going to go on a, on a two-week juice cleanse. I'm going to do a, I'm going to go on a diet for, for a month. I'm going to do dry January. I'm going to give up alcohol for January. When the, the, the bigger thing and then the, where the most success comes is, is how can we turn the next 12 months into an improvement as to where the last 12 months has been? And if we can make that slow and steady progress over 12 months, it's going to make a significant difference compared to say if you were just doing a two-week crash diet from there so that's always where, where, where we tell people to start is longer term start building those habits first and get those calories under control before anything else and when we talk about total calories then should we have a number in mind i mean how, how close to a number should we should we be working on this so what we typically do with our clients is Everyone is different, but what we can do is we can start with a, a good estimate and then by tracking numbers and tracking data, we can then adjust it up or down. So just to give you an idea what we do with our clients is we get them to calculate what is called your BMR. It stands for your basal metabolic rate. And all that is, is if you were sat at home watching TV, doing absolutely nothing at all, that's how many calories you would burn. Now, this is always an estimate, but it's as good of an estimate as we can get. And we find that if you hit that number of calories, then typically the level of exercise you do in any given day will burn in excess of that. And that is where your fat reserves will then start to be depleted. That's the, the theory and the idea behind it. Um, what we then do is we do weigh-ins with our clients and we can very much see how things are going. We can see how quickly the weight loss is coming or how slowly. And from there, we can judge whether the calories they are on then is too high, too low, or just about right. And we will adjust accordingly. From there so good place to start there are count there are um, calculators you can do online just called bmr uh, and you'll be able to find what your daily caloric expenditure roughly is and then just track your weight from there okay so that's a really good point so so we can all go and do that now so we can google that and find our own bmr and you know that that's based on our, our height and age and all that and all that kind of thing and then and then that will then connect to what training you're going to do as part of this? Obviously, we'll talk about about different training techniques and ideas next week. But just in terms of getting the right nutrition to be able to do the training, that's got to be crucial to this, hasn't it? You don't want to like stop eating and stop fueling your body because you won't be able to do any exercise then, will you? Oh, a hundred percent, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest sort of struggles we see not necessarily with our clients, but other people is they'll crash diets so much that they won't even want to leave the house. They won't want to go for a walk. And all you're doing there is, yes, you bring your calories eaten down, but if you're not doing any exercise, if you're not moving at all, then, you know, what's the point? Like you're not burning those calories on top of it from there. So it's, again, one of the other things that comes up all the time is like training fasted. So this is one that's like, oh, if you train in the morning, don't eat, you'll burn loads of fat. And, you know, that some people that works, but for other people, they'll be so tired in the morning that they will only put in, say, half the effort. Whereas if they did that, that lot, lot, lot of training, say, in the evening, when they maybe have more energy, they would put in twice the effort. They'd do twice as much work. And you can see where the, 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 the lack of balance then comes in um, from, from the lack of actual nutrition and lack of eating of food. Um, one thing that we, you know, the, one of the philosophies, if you like, that we, that we try and put across is we want you to be able to lose weight eating as much food as is physically possible. Versus what the alternative is. What a lot of people do is, 
they want to try and eat as little as possible. And I know which one for me is a lot more fun. If I can eat 2000 calories and lose weight rather than eat 1000 calories and lose weight, I know which of those two I'm going to pick. If I can eat a pizza and still lose weight versus eating salad and lose weight, I know which of those two I'm going to pick, which is why we take this philosophy. How many calories can we get you to eat and still get your weight coming in the other direction? And obviously exercise plays a big part in that. We'll come to that in the, in the future weeks. Yeah, it's really interesting that there's got to be something. I mean, you've done this for years, Sam, so there's got to be something in it being more sustainable as well. If, if you know, if you can, if you can eat like, you know, you feel like you're eating well, it's got to be then that you can stick to this program for a much, a much longer period of time than if it was like a real short term fatty diet. Uh, well, yeah, spot on. So one of the ways we get people to think about this is particularly over the course of a longer term is imagine if you lost half a pound of fat every single week like to most people that's not a huge amount if they saw that and they were dieting i'm already losing half a pound a week what's the point but if you extrapolate that over the course of a year that's two stone you know imagine if where you are now if you were two stone lighter like how happy would you be if you'd started 12 months ago then that is where you'd be and the beauty is is half um half a pound a week is negligible in terms of the difference in, in your eating. It can be maybe the difference in, say, not having a few biscuits when you have a cup of tea. It's that sort of small that, that increment, you, you don't even notice it. And um, we'll all know someone who will have lost you know, a significant amount of weight. And you say to themselves, what did you do? And they go, I don't actually know. I mean, all, all I did was cut my sugar out of my cup of tea and, and then they've dropped the weight. Or, you know, I, was, I, just, I just stopped drinking on a Friday night. I still drink on a Saturday. I just stopped drinking on a Friday night. And all of a sudden, they, you know, over the course of a year, all that weight just drops off. Um, compare that again to, say, someone that crashed diets. Imagine if you lost a stone in two weeks. Someone would be over the moon with that. But would you rather lose a stone in two weeks or two or three stone over the course of a year? And that person that's lost a stone in two weeks is likely to put it all back on again by the time we get to the, the end of that year. So it's that mindset shift as much as anything else. And you enjoy it more. And you can train harder. And you have a greater variety of food. And it becomes a habit so it's more sustainable. The list of benefits is utterly endless compared to you know, the shorter term stuff. And, and to be honest with you, it is a different way of looking at it, isn't it? I mean, when you talk about how do you want to feel in a year's time, I, I don't think I've ever spoken to anybody before who's necessarily had that kind of approach. That is that is obviously, well, it's, it's, news, it's news to me because I'm telling you, but that to your, to your clients, it obviously reaps results then when people come to you because they're, they're, they're in it for the long term and it's, and it's sustainable over, you know, 12 months. Yeah, we, we ingrain this in our clients from day one, regardless of where they are now, regardless of what they've done before. There's a huge sort of educational side of things that we do with our clients. And it, we're, not, we're not just selling them a, a, a myth, if you like. We're not, we're not selling them going, oh, yeah, you come in here. We'll help you lose a stone in the next, in the next week, two weeks. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Cool, let's go. You know, we, we give them some of the harsh realities along the way. And what we ultimately want to create with our clients is, is, is a fitter and healthier lifestyle. When, you know, the weight loss is fantastic. Do not get me wrong. And there's all sorts of health benefits and it is important. But for me, the quality of life that we see in, of the improvement on people that stick with us longer term, it far outweighs that initial weight loss that they get when they first start. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's not an easy philosophy to, to sell to people initially to get them to change their minds because it's all we're pushed on. You know, everything you see out there is lose X in, you know, a week, you know, detox and you'll lose this amount you know use this weird wrap around your body there's this weird magical thing we found in the amazon pop it in a pill take this and you'll you'll feel like a unicorn in three weeks all those sort of things are where we want to get away from and really uh, 
really fight against it. It's, you know, it's an uphill battle at times, but it's something that we think is vitally important. And it's, we, we've seen the, the impact it can have. So a lot of your job is myth busting for people, isn't it really? It's 100% is. And it's, it's probably one of my favorite parts of my job, if I'm honest, being able to explain to people why certain areas are wrong um, and, and getting to understand that, oh, yeah, this is actually sort of detrimental more than anything else. So once we've got our, our kind of calories, when, when, we, when we've worked that out, um, would you then sort of suggest to people things that they could and should be eating or, or do you not get as involved in that? How involved do you get with clients? So this depends on how long term they're, they're with us. So we go through sort of a step by step process. Number one, let's get calories under control. First and foremost, the, the example I give here is the, there was a study done and a couple of people did what's called the beer and pizza diet. And all they ate and drank was beer and pizza and they successfully lost weight. And it was the idea was there to break this myth that the, the weight loss side of things comes from sort of the quality of the food. It doesn't, it comes from the quantity. You can eat these things. We try and remove the words good and bad because they have sort of negative connotations and, and we get rid of the guilt and all that side of things. And so that, that's step one. Step two from there then is we start looking at sort of the quality of food. So we initially encourage an increase in water intake, always good. So once calories under control, can we get water intake up to two, three, four liters a day? Once we're there, we start, right, can we focus on the protein that we're having? We break it down to what's called your macros. So it's protein, carbs, and fats. Can we get them those where we want to be? And then beyond there, we start looking at things like, can we get five, six, seven portions of fruit and veg a day? Can we get the alcohol consumption down? And all of this is then tailored to, to the individual's goals. We have some people that come in who, who, you know, they want to lose loads of weight. They want to get a six pack. They want to be looking phenomenal. We have others who just want to lose a little bit of weight. And they say, look, there's not hope in hell I'm giving up my takeaway and beer on a Friday and Saturday night, but I want something that's going to balance that and make sure I'm not putting on weight and still healthy. Those are two very different people. They require very different levels of input, very level different, um, different levels of nutrition advice and sort of different sort of input from there as well. So this is where the personalization comes down to it as well. It's really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and look my BMR up straight straight after, <laughs> uh, straight after we've we've finished finished on this today. So it all it all starts with with the nutrition and the the importance of, of eating enough and everything. So so next time, shall we look at training after after yes. this? Yeah, I, I think that's gonna be a, a really good sort of next step, particularly sort of where we are. So talk about the training we can do inside of lockdowns, and then also once we get out of it as well. And then again, I think there's a there's a few myths around training that we can probably have a discussion about next week as well, for sure, for sure yeah. And, and then on accountability, is that is it that we are accountable to, I'm just teasing ahead now, are we, are we <laughs> accountable to ourselves or, or to you or, or a mixture of both? How does it work? Uh, the answer is yes. So yeah, so all, all the above. It's, it's important. So normally it's important in the, short, in the short run to have someone that you are accountable to while you're building and forming these habits it's you know it's that reminder it's having that always in the background but ultimately in the long run we need to be able to to provide that for ourselves because that that external influence isn't always going to be there regardless of, of what it is and you know at the end of the day we're most of us are going to be on this planet for another 40 50 60 years we need something in place that's going to be able to help us for, from a from a health standpoint for that entire period of time so it, it's both you know it varies from the short to the long run but it, you need to have both Great stuff. Well, thank you so much for all of that, Sam. I know you've got loads of stuff on your website and socials and all that kind of thing as well. If people want to find out a bit more about some of the stuff we've been talking about, haven't you? 
Yeah, absolutely. If people want to follow us, so we've got Schofield Fitness and Schofield Fitness Ladies. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and we are posting on there all the time, different bits and pieces. If anybody has any questions, you can always email me, sam at schofieldfitness.co.uk. And what I say to everyone is, no matter how ridiculous or daft you think the question is, I'm not here to uh, to berate anyone. I'm not here to belittle anyone. You know, I'm, I'm here to help and support. And that all starts by asking as many questions as physically possible. Sam, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to catching up and talking training next week as well. No, perfect. Take, sounds good. Take care. The What's Hot Guide with DoorsDirect.co.uk For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit DoorsDirect.co.uk I'm Ben Groom and welcome to another Your Harrogate What's Hot Guide, your weekly guide to all the best events in your local area. Now, due to the current national lockdown running until at least mid-February, there aren't much in the way of events in the coming days and weeks, but there are still some important things that we consider hot to tell you about, not least our announcement that we'll be launching a brand new local radio station on Monday the 1st of March. Now, you can read all about this on our website with more details on how you can listen and when, but we were so excited to make the announcement and can't wait to get started. Not only will we be bringing you all your favourite music and presenters on your Harrogate Radio, we'll also have all the usual competitions, vouchers and community support. If you do want to find out a bit more about that, just head to our website, yourharrogate.co.uk, and you can find out all you need to know. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk. For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Well... That is another week done on the Your Harrogate podcast here, sponsored by Hacks. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. We're going to be back on Monday. Podcasts every day next week, including a really good one on Monday. We've got top tips for parents who are doing homeschool. And actually, I've already done this interview. And I've got to say, there will be, I guarantee this, there will be a couple of things in our tips for parents doing homeschool that will just make you go, oh, yeah, mm, oh, could try that. Honestly, real good practical ideas that actually could just make it a little bit easier, a little bit stressful. Less stressful, I should say. <laughs> Not more. You don't want more stress. Anyway, I hope you have a really good weekend. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for listening. Lots more at yourharrogate.co.uk. Enjoy the weekend and stay safe.